I'd like to talk to you about what I find a fascinating topic, that is, the topic of Islamic ethics, and in particular, a part of Islamic ethics which are called sacred deception, or taqiyya, T-A-Q-I-Y-Y-A. Let me give you a few ethical rules that come from the Hadith. A Muslim doesn't cheat another Muslim in business. A Muslim doesn't kill another Muslim. A Muslim doesn't touch another Muslim's wife. And a Muslim doesn't lie to another Muslim. Do you notice something here? That's right. You and I are left out because you see, Islam is not a symmetric ethical system. The golden rule is symmetric. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. That is, there's a balance here. The other and yourself are seen as equal. But in Islam, if you're a kafir, you're never equal to the Muslim. Islam does not have a golden rule. The kafir is always inferior. Now then, let's talk about lying and deception. First, let's start with the fact that Allah has 99 names, and one of those 99 names is He is the best of deceivers. But Allah is also the best of plotters and schemers. So given that, is it too surprising that we find in the Quran, chapter 16, verse 106, those who disbelieve in Allah after having believed, who open up their hearts to disbelief, will feel the wrath of Allah and have a terrible punishment. In other words, apostates can be killed or otherwise punished. But it goes further. But there is no punishment for anyone who is compelled to deny Allah in words, but whose heart is faithful. So in other words, a Muslim can lie about Islam if it serves Islam. And one of the ways he could serve Islam is, is that the Muslim is not discriminated against. Here we have another in chapter 3, verse 28. Believers should not take kafirs, unbelievers, as friends in preference to other believers. Whoever does this shall have no relationship left with Allah. In other words, if you're a real friend, you're no longer a friend of Allah. Unless you but guard yourself against them, taking precautions. What this is interpreted to mean is, is that a Muslim can act friendly, but he's not actually the friend. That's what is wrong. In other words, a Muslim may never give preference to a kafir over a Muslim. There are, by the way, no less than 12 verses which say that a Muslim is not the friend of a kafir. Now let's turn to the Hadith. Muhammad, who will kill Qab bin Ashraf, who has offended Allah and his prophet? A Muslim. I will, Muhammad. Would you have me do so? Yes. In order to kill him, I will need to deceive him. May I do that? Muhammad. Yes. So, the Muslim deceived Qab bin Ashraf, and he did kill him. What is this? This is the Sunnah of Muhammad. It is possible to lie to the Kafir as long as it advances Islam. This is the nature of taqiyya. Now, there's another way in which a Muslim can lie. There's a hadith, a fairly well-known hadith, in which there are three reasons for Muslims to lie. One is jihad, that is, the struggle against the kafir. So a Muslim can lie to you anytime he needs to advance Islam. The other is a Muslim may lie to another Muslim if it will make the situation better. And a husband and wife may lie to each other as long as it smooths the relationships in the household. So deception is part of Islam. Allah is a deceiver, Muhammad was a deceiver, and therefore every Muslim can be a deceiver. It is so special that it has a name, taqiyya. So the next time you're hearing something about Islam that just doesn't sound right, and it comes from the mouth of a Muslim, you're right. It's not right. It's a lie. It is taqiyya. Thank you.